Welcome to Toffee TV. Denise Barrett-Baxendale has left her position as CEO of Everton Football Club. Grant Ingalls uh, has also left his role and Graham Sharp has left his role as well. Just being announced there. We were doing a live show over on Premier, but we thought we'd jump on here just for a quick reaction to the news. It's obviously massive, massive news for Everton Football Club. It's, it's uh, news that everybody, I think, has been waiting for since Everton secured their Premier League status. There is one name missing so far that I think a lot of people are waiting for the next one. There is a statement apparently within the next 48 hours to clarify uh, what will be happening with Chairman Bill Kenwright. Uh, I think, I imagine, there will be changes made to the Chairman as well. Uh, I think Farad Mashiri won't be under any illusion there that that needs to happen. And then maybe Everton Football Club... Um, There'll be obviously an announcement as well about the interim board that are going to be in place and Everton needs to start moving forward. And Jack, uh, news that I think most people expected, but we're starting to get a bit edgy because it's 15 days now since Everton did secure their Premier League status. Yeah, we've all been waiting to see this news and really hoping for it because this club has been run appallingly by those names that we've seen just leave the club and some others as well who are still there. But Denise Barrett Baxendale for one and you know, I obviously don't know her personally, don't want to say anything about her as a person, but she's overseeing a business that for the years under her role has lost money every year. Every year by the odd little blip has fallen further down the Premier League table. Mm. How this board could have ever been considered fit for purpose and how it's took this long for changes to be made, I really don't know, but at least we've finally got them, and it, it would have been nice to see them the day after the final day, to be honest, as an immediate show of things that need to change. Obviously, you know, proper process needs to happen, and replacements need to be brought in, and I've mentioned interim replacements for the time being, and then I'm sure there's the MSP deal is completed, if it is, we'll see members from their group join the board, but yeah, it, just for right now, although we are hoping for another name to join them on the resign list, it's good news for the club, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, I think, listen, I think there's a lot being said, there's a lot being written about them. We don't really need to rake all that back up. We know everyone's point of view, is, I think, has been very clear for months. Southampton, January the 15th, 2023, was the day that the board, for me, ended its association as a fifth for purpose board by the actions of the statements that were put out. Um, they were done without, for me, due care and process for the supporters. It attacked its own supporters and it was either a ridiculous decision by the board to put that out or they were allowed, they took advice off someone who clearly had no clue how to uh, how to address a fan base and no clue what was going to make us feel even worse. So that... Like I said, January the 15th, 2023, for me, was the day that this board's um, future at Everton Football Club was decided. Obviously, Ned, moving forward, um, Everton, Evertonians, I think, wanted want to see changes. They want to see something they can grab onto. They want to see this football club trying to do things differently because, as Jack just said, we've lost money for years. We're, we're in a position at the moment where we're all expecting a transfer budget of very little unless we sell players and we've gone to a new stadium in 12 months time and things have to start going the other way don't they I think we need to start getting some experienced people in and, and I said before 
Uh, and I said a couple of years ago that this board has made mistakes and hopefully they start learning from them, getting some help, and hopefully they'll understand that they need some help. Mm. But they keep making the same, same mistakes, and it shows because we're getting worse and worse. We make the same poor signings, they make the poor commercial decisions, they make, you know, poor football decisions in terms of managing and stuff, and, you know, different people doing different roles, not being able to do their jobs. Um... And it just seems like they haven't learned from the mistakes. So, and like Sean's use of the the phrase "change the people" or "change the people," though mm-hmm. that like those people haven't changed, and they certainly haven't improved or gotten any better. So, I think Sam needs to get some experience in, and that, it's it's actually quite interesting that the chairman the chairman wasn't. I know the chairman's got different day to day roles now. That like CEO is more like more like more that role now, like a modern chairman. Um, but if we're gonna get these, you know, some professional people in and more experienced, probably worked in football before or worked in a similar type of business who can who have goals and all they need is a, strat- is a strategy and they delegate people to do those um roles to try and reach the goals that they set out then it's interesting that they've left the whether it will will be left in place the chairman because I imagine if people want to come in they'll want to put their own chairman in but it'd be interesting to see what happens obviously the we'll have to wait and see what the interim it's going to be... Well, uh, I was just going to say that there's an announcement according to the official statements Everton have put out. There's an announcement there's going to be uh, a statement about the interim board, uh, which is coming in place. You're absolutely right, Jack, that it's... While sometimes you want those decisions and you want those announcements immediately, there's processes that you have to follow. Everton is still a football club. They're part of the Premier League. You, you have to have at least three board members in the Premier League and all of that stuff that has to come into it so that announcement will take place and with the chairman I don't know how that's playing out I don't see like I've just said he is part of the board who I think ended their association with Everton Football Club on January the 15th Um, so I don't see how he can remain in place and maybe there is just a case of um, working out the best fifth to take on that role from Bill Kenwright I think for me one of the biggest things I mean Farad Mashiri we must remember in this, the board can only do a certain amount. The owner has, has meddled many times. We know that. We're hoping, if he is to stay, we're hoping that this is the this is part of him actually listening to different people and starting to put other, other people in there. I've always said Everton's board, for me, was too small. You know, it should have been double what it was, in my opinion, and there should have been varying experience, people with experiences. That's that's what I would have had to try to to get other points of view. Um but moving forward and there's a lot of talk MSP will eventually take over from Mashiri. You would expect, would you not, to see a couple of MS people MSP people announced in this interim board. Obviously George Downing and uh, AJ Bell have been have been Andy Bell have been and you know being mentioned with going on to that board. You'd expect a couple of MSP people to be named in this interim, wouldn't you? Yeah, definitely. Especially if MSP want to gradually increase their ownership and influence over Everton, they're gonna want their own people in there to oversee that and to make sure the club's moving in a direction they approve of, yeah. a direction they're happy with. They're not just gonna put money into the club and go, okay, yeah, we'll buy these outright in five years and not have anyone in place there to oversee that yeah. and to try and you know, get this club turning in the right direction so when they do take full control or a larger stake of control, if they do, the club's already in a better place than it is right now. Mm-hmm. No, you're, yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, just looking through some of the comments here, um, Matthew Berkeley, no, I certainly won't be applying for the CEO job. Um, 
crying faces. Someone said Ned for chairman. There you go. Why not? Um, mm. Rod, uh, RG Allen says, great news. Now we need the Ken Wright out statement in the next 48 hours. Um, Bernadette Oliver says, Everton will always struggle commercially as compete with Everton. No, I don't think that's sure. true. I think, if you'd, I think if you get someone in who's a professional and you delegate that to them and put mm. all the responsibility on them, a, then that gives them the best, you know, the best um, resources to do their job because you're allowed them to do their job because the best chance to do their best. And if they aren't good enough, then it's like you're fully responsibility responsible for this. So we know where to point the fingers. That's not good enough. We put our faith in the wrong man. So you're at the door now. But... Do you do you think? I mean, yeah, that's you first, and obviously that. But do you think the way? Again, this isn't the same because we're talking about a different football club and and a different. Uh, owners and, and certainly different wealth but do you think that Everton could learn almost from Newcastle the way they did change their whole board and put other people in it's not, and that's not again just to reiterate and Newcastle I think was the same as this you can't put everything on that board and go that's the reason why Everton yeah. are where they are because obviously there's an owner that was and other people like a super agent that has played this part and, and very, various other things. But the fact Newcastle were able to clear their board out and start again with a fresh thing, that grabbed all the fans and went, right, come on, we're all going on this new journey. Do you think Everton almost have to do that right now? Well, it's to like, try to get everyone back. It's like Ned just said, it's complete accountability. They mm. can't put anything on the previous board if wrong decisions are made. They can't yeah. be implied that there was people who remained from the old regime who sticked around and you know kept up the bad ways of the past because they they were part of the problem and they stayed and that's the mistake Farad Mashiri made really when he bought into the club as Bill Kenwright stayed on and I think for a long time the mistakes that were being made by Farhad Mashiri were often attributed to Kenwright. Kenwright has obviously made his own mistakes in this time as well but Farhad Mashiri for a long time got away with a lot of criticism because yeah. Bill Kenwright was still there and now obviously you know Bill Kenwright and Denise and others have been getting the brunt of it, but more people are waking up to the idea that Mishiri's making mistakes, letting the agents decide things mm. for him. So, yeah, it'd be nice to see just a complete clean slate, you know, a complete accountability, just so we know that anything that goes wrong in the future, we know who we can attribute that to at that point. Yeah, you're absolutely right, because otherwise you, people are guessing, aren't they? And then that puts pressure on other people who might have nothing to do with that, and I think... We do need that. We have. We also. We just need that direction. I think. I think if you've got the direction, I think everybody will kind of buy into it. Everton Football Club's best asset is the fan base. It's absolutely by an absolutely country mile. It's the fan base. They proved it last season. They proved it again this season. They dragged the football club over the line two years running. Right. So harness that power in a positive way to drive the football club forward. But you can't just. Drop it on the fans' toes all the time. You've got to give the fans something to cling on to. And you have to do that by getting the right people in. You know, people are right. Everton, Everton commercially, we're not, a, we're not a top club commercially, but we can be better than what we are. That doesn't necessarily mean the people who are trying to sell us, as in the salespeople trying to drive them, you know, might have been Denise Barabax and whoever it is, doesn't mean they're not doing their job properly trying to sell us. It just means that we're not doing our job as a football club properly as well. 
So you're making it more difficult. Yes, they might lack the, the contacts. They might lack the ability to get big deals over the line, whatever. But you've got to meet them halfway and give them the best opportunity to sell you as a football club. We haven't been doing that. We've not been doing that. So I think we need this fresh start. And this is where we are. You know, next summer, Everton, if things go well, potentially move into the new stadium in time for next season. Or certainly we're going to be in it at some stage next season. That's a new that's a new era, a new chapter for us. We have to go there with forward momentum. We can't go there with people still fighting, people still arguing, people still unhappy. We want a fan base to try to be as... You're never going to get it fully united, but you want it as... You want as many people pushing in the same direction. And as, as undivided as possible, don't you? Exactly, and, and I think just by virtue of what's gone on, by virtue of Everton's decline over the last 20 years, by virtue of what happened last season and then has happened again this season, we got to a stage where there was too many negative things that have gone on, and I just think now is the opportunity for, for Everton to start moving in a direction that takes us forward and until we do that you know we will continue to struggle in my opinion um Connor Davis says yes get in there it's the start and step in the right direction um Harry James Tattoo says how has uh, Chairman Bill survived this he's a cockroach I don't know whether he has there's going to be a statement on him maybe maybe he wanted his own statement I don't know maybe Everton have said well you have to remain as the chairman just while we get these other people on board, then you can... I don't know how it all works, but I imagine he will move on. I imagine he'll move on. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if either Graham... If Graham's definitely left the club and isn't involved anymore, and Denise has as well, if they, if anything comes out from them about their roles, yeah. about, about the owner. Look, like I say, it's... I have just no clue what he'll do, but change was needed, and it either was needed to to strengthen the board. But this, in my opinion, they should have been given that help ages ago. The board should have been made bigger ages ago. But like I said, this year with what they did in January, ended it. It was made completely position. untenable, wasn't yeah. it? There was never going to be trust in this board while certain people were on it, was mm-hmm. there? And you could you could strengthen it, but it needed strengthening a long time ago, like you say, needed more people bringing into it. Mm-hmm. And that could have been okay with the current board and more experience had yeah. brought in as well. But this situation was made completely untenable by the way they turned on us in January. Yeah. It was never going to be right for them to carry on because there would never be trust in this board and I don't think Evertonians would ever really be happy unless this lot were gone. Change. It does give that opportunity for people to reset. Gives the opportunity for the football club to reset. It gives the opportunity for the fan base to go. You know what? Let's stop calling each other knobheads now because we're more relaxed and we all want the right, the same thing. Things like that, and hopefully that'll die down a bit, and we can be a force for good. Because we I, are, we proved when we get together. Yeah, we create a new football. I think the mad thing with the with the um, with oh, it's not mad. With the thing with the fans now is it's gone so far. They could learn from their mistakes, they could improve, they could get help, but as long as they're still there, they're still going to be all that overriding thing. Absolutely. It's a bit Absolutely. like, a bit of analogy, it was a bit like when Benitez was the manager, he could be doing things right, but as soon as one thing goes wrong, it's the thing, you're mm. Benitez, you're mm. next red, we it's hate you, yeah. you can switch like that. Yeah. You get new people in, you've got time to, they might make the same mistake, like a small, small mistake, mm. 
the same as the, this board, but it's like they've got they haven't done it, made the mistake five times. No, it's uh, almost uh, relegated in the past. Everyone so will make mistakes. Over them. Everyone yeah, will make yeah. mistakes. It's making the same mistake it's... over and over again, which is the problem. Well, it, it'll time. represent an era, won't it? For a lot of people, it'll represent such a negative era. So you have to move on. And, and listen, even like you said before, taking the personal side out of it. To, for the likes of Denise Barabaxendale and people like that, is that the business itself has lost money regularly. So in another job, if you're in charge of something and your business is losing money, you would be replaced, whether it was you or the 30 people under you that weren't doing that. You could turn around and say, well, they're not selling enough. But ultimately, you you get paid the you big bucks off, yeah. because it's your, your job to tease that out. What happens in, what happens in football? Teams start losing games. Well, the manager's the one who gets the sack, and it, it, the manager's got to try to get the best out of those players. Yeah, but ultimately, them players are the ones playing the game, aren't they? And, yeah. and they'll get so it's it's exactly well, the same. It with reminds that. me of something John Blaine said on it, the business of playing a while ago. Mm. And John, if you're watching and I get this story wrong, I apologise. But I think he mm. said something about he'd been sacked once. Yeah. in his career mm. and it weren't because he'd done something horrible it was just at the company something went wrong and someone had to go we have to be shown to be making is that thing is, it, yeah. is the owner wrong or or is he wrong it's, it's the like... company has to be shown to make an action to show okay we're, we're, dealing with we're changing it mm. and I'd, I'd, this yeah. is it's what the club needs here isn't it even if Grant Ingalls isn't the overriding problem mm. even if even if he's good at his job this board's yeah, it's yeah. compromised. There's another. Yeah. I think you're right, and I think the main thing now is it's a it's a chance for Mashiri to do things correctly. He's got a chance now to get new people in, and he can just sit back and, like I said before, just delegate them to do the role that they're meant to do. And it's it's that thing of now if that goes well, then it's a chance for Mashiri to go. Mashiri got rid of the wrong people, like, wrong people. Obviously, the people might look at it and go, it was clearly them because look at us now. Mm. And all Mashiri has to do is just sit back and let people do the jobs. But that and mm. until well, we start seeing success, then hopefully it's yeah. getting better. Then we can't really judge, can we? No. Uh, Jonathan Rickard says, "What's your thoughts about Bill? Reckon he'll stay on as honorary chairman or something?" And interim is strange. Why not new board for full? I imagine that is something to do with MSP and where they're taking out, likely, like the investment yeah. bit. I'm not. I'll be honest, Jonathan. I, I I'm not qualified to 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 know the ins and outs of that. But I am. It may well be something to do with that. In terms of Bill Kenwright, don't know. I mean, I thought there was a, for a while he could have been like president or something, and just basically been a mascot on the day of the games and moved yeah. out to the running. I don't know whether that's still possible. It might be. It might be. I don't know. But I think it needs changing. I it, imagine some sort of role like well, that. Listen, as long as it's nothing to do with the the day to day running anymore, then it is what it is. Spruce says, "Fantastic news! Time to start moving forward." Christian Perslow has left Aston Villa today as CEO. Coincidence? No idea. I doubt Denise has taken his job. Or has he taken Denise's? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> uh, Alan EFC says, uh, "Cue the news. They've all returned as interims. Just swap roles with each other." Maybe. Frank Rogers says, uh, Ken Knight will wait for his time in his own spotlight, doesn't want to leave with the others. Is this I potentially just, a momentous time? I don't know why he had to have a... I don't know. Why did he have a statement on it? And why in that statement did he have to say, people are knowing football, we, we've got the closest relationship with football. What the... What, he is what he is, but he's always... What? He has got to have a statement because he's the chairman of the board, so he yeah. has to say yeah. something. Whether or not 
that was right or wrong that he should have been gone with all of them. I don't yeah, know. Like I said, I, I when I've gone, just get rid of them. All of John has often said to me, they, they can't yeah, because yeah, of the way yeah. rules are. So maybe the chairman has to stay in place while I don't know. Because then you'll have no Do we need a, a chairman in place while we bring while members bring on? Maybe, maybe, the, maybe the chairman might be has to be like... Someone yeah. might know better be like than me and go know the recruitment for the yeah. new board like, members and then he... Bill Henry might have to like knight them or something. <laughs> yeah, it's like you board. are now the and CEO. And he does that drink from the top of like, And then as soon as that's when he's like, right, I'm off. I'm off, lads. You're yeah. off known. I'm off to watch. Now be known as Darth CEO Ned. Frank Rod, oh no, I've done that one. Gary Ward says, my day has drastically improved. Um, listen, let's just, it's all about what we do from here and it's how we move forward. Ultimately, isn't it? We've got to move forward. Everybody will want Everton Football Club. Um, there you go. Stephen Kelly says, all right, lads, ITV, 30-minute special on Corrie tomorrow about the departure of Bill. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, TJ Mid says we're not going to move forward with Machiri writing the checks and making the decisions. No, but listen, it's all about the thingy, isn't it? Isn't it all about MSP and where that is? And if this is part of the bigger picture and then transitioning, then we can only look at it as a good thing, can't we? We can't... I don't think we can just... Um, I don't think we can just blame one person here. Or a setup. I think it's everything. I think the whole football club has to move forward now and stop making excuses and hiding behind people. I think as a as a fan base, we need to do the same, and I'm sure we will do. But it's an opportunity now for Everton to move forward, an opportunity for Everton to demonstrate that it's learned from its mistakes and it's trying to do things differently. And hopefully, that will result in signing better players, which will, they're the ones who play the game. They're the ones who. Let's be honest, would there be such an intense thing on the board all of last season if Everton would have been doing all right? Probably not. Yeah, but there's a, it's a correlate. But I get got, that, but it's but a correlation. But it got to January, it? and once yeah. they released that statement in January, it, seeps it was over. You're not going to be amazing. It was yeah. over on the, you're not going to be great. No, I know. I know. Yeah. My point is, winning brings a football. I also think... Softens everything, doesn't I also, it? What I will say as well, Newcastle had quite a, a lot of the same... Team members that in the team which finished third, fourth, third, fourth, fourth, fourth. So what finished? You know. That well, was they changed the their own. The ship and only signed a few players. Yeah, and, and I think that was the there's few players they signed in were great recruitments, and that was come down from a culture change. And you, if you you have that culture change at the top, and you're a player who's been performing poorly, and these players start coming in, you're going to look at yourself, aren't you? And you're yeah. going to start. Well, because there's no doubt some of these players. In the Everton team have massively underperformed and could be easily, you know, part of a mid to, you know, Europe spot. You know, like players like the Corey or Nana Gay, they're all players that could easily be in teams that finish, you know, seventh. Um, I'm not saying those particular players have underperformed all season themselves, but there's players in there who definitely underperformed this season. I think with the culture change and a few good additions, smart additions, players like, you know, Newcastle went and got Trippier, who's a natural leader, great players, got great standards. Um, or better than you know the, the Newcastle standards the, the season before with Steve Bruce. Um, so I think if we make some smart buys like that, and they step start seeing like small little things. Like remember when McGowan was telling us about Newcastle just putting a fresh coat of paint and stuff. It's small details that just give like this, 
you know better mindset and it changes that culture and then your players culture, will improve then and hopefully we'll see we'll see some things on the pitch i think you are right in saying if things were better on the pitch there wouldn't be pressure on the board you are right in that but i think as that's much, because as much not there wouldn't be because people still will look for things yeah. and go that isn't good enough and they're absolutely right they should be i just think it wouldn't be as much pressure but but i think that would be January, because, it was over. yeah i think if we were doing better it'd be because the board was acting better and running the club better so mm. they go hand in hand oh the, absolutely they, they relate to each other absolutely they go hand in hand and listen we're, we're going to finish in a couple of minutes um but for me we have to do see this forward motion i think a lot of people will be encouraged by this news today i think a lot of people will still be frustrated because they haven't seen a name they wanted to see leave the football club that may well happen in the next 48 hours they have said there's going to be another um you know there's going to be another announcement uh, certainly in terms of interim board and stuff like that um i what you would like to think is that msp are fully involved here now and i go and this is what needs to happen and this is happening and farad mashiri is listening that's what we all hope then because that will be evidence we all want that there is change being made at Everton Football Club Farad Mashiri cannot be cannot be someone who doesn't understand business he's a billionaire he's an accountant he understands business it's he's tough he, and I'm not absolving him of any blame here by the way as well because I'd have changed the board or certainly strengthened the board would have been one of the first things I did when I took over the football club as an owner at the put a raft of my own people in there and he didn't do it but we have to have some evidence that we're moving forward because if it's just moving the the, the chairs on the deck it's not really going to be any evidence the club's not going to go anywhere the club isn't going to move forward we've circled a drain the last two seasons we can simply not carry on doing what we're doing we have to move forward we have to bring better players in we have to evidence that as a business we know what we're doing and if we do that, I think the fan base will go with it. I just, I just want to see some goals, and I want to see them getting closer to those goals. Because I don't think we've had, as a club, we, I don't think we've had clear pathway or clear goals. I just think it's been quite scattergun, and mm. we've been sort of like willy nilly in it, bringing in crazy different managers with no like. There's not really been a philosophy or a plan there, and there's not been really a strategy to, you know, to to do better gradually over the years. Mm. And we need to start seeing that now because. Everton fans need to know that you've got an idea of what you're doing, and it, and if it's, even if any it's, fans want to, even if it's like you come out and say, "Listen, our aim this season is to finish 15th or 14th, but then we're going to try and get better and better, and this is what we're going to do it." Then people will get on board with you because then they'll know what's going on. Then not instead of going into the season going, "We could be relegated this season," these these aren't going to clear what they're doing. Paul Baker, we, we're finishing the 40 in two minutes. Uh, Paul Baker, make sure you hit the like button. Subscribe if you haven't. It really helps the channel. Thank you. Uh, Paul Baker says, uh, hope there's a new job for Alan Myers. We need people like him at the club. Yeah. Alan Myers, is a ma- I think, is, would would be a great addition to Everton now. In t- and certainly right now as we start to, to try to implement some change, head towards a new stadium, I think Alan... Was very good to communicate, and he's got massive experience at Everton Football Club. Massive experience in the national media with Sky. Was a board member yeah. at Blackburn, Blackburn Rovers. Understands how the football world works, but he's an Evertonian, and the Evertonian is the last thing that matters really. But he's an Evertonian, and I think 
we need first class communication and I think Alan Myers provides first I, I class think being Evertonian is, is, is a is a big thing as well because he It is, but it shouldn't be the thing but, that gets you there. Yeah, absolutely not, but for that role he know exactly what he knows exactly how they should communicate to us and exactly what we want mm. as as fans. And professionals mm. should know that anyway because it's simply the job. Um, but for Alan to, I think someone like Alan to get Everton fans on board, I think that's that be the best and easiest way to do it. I think more important yeah. to being an Evertonian is that he's a face the fans can trust mm. to bring in a new era yeah. and someone the fans can and a believe. bit of honesty. People yeah, get when he speaks, him, when he when he says, okay, this is how it's going to be, you can believe Alan Myers when he speaks and when he tells you this is how it's going to be. And his his repertoire is people like him because he was such a good, you know, he was good at his job and things were going well when he was in that job so you know the proof's in the pudding really isn't it so absolutely hit that like button if you are enjoying the news coming out of Everton Football Club today hit the like button takes one second and we appreciate it there's 1200 of you watching hit the like button thank you very much uh, yeah Alan Myers would be the first appointment I would make uh, well obviously after the interim yeah, gotta get yeah. them in. but that would be you know, I think it's an opportunity then for him to try to to bring the fans closer together to try to drive us forward. I think that it, would really it, help. It's also a good someone who can bring the new CEO and the new whatever, the new board members bring the light to the situation. This is what's been going on. This is what we need to do. Do you know what I mean? Gives them a bit of um, background to what what's been going on in the past couple of years. Well, not that anyway because that's the, it's the job. But mm. absolutely, Mark McDonald says Everton fans amaze me. We've been saying sack the board since January. Now it's happened. There are still people saying daft things like it won't make any difference. Just be happy. Yeah, yeah. We ha- we do have to. We do have to. You know, let's try and look a little bit more positive with it now. Hopefully, it really will help. Hopefully, Everton Football Club will move forward. But this is massive news. We'll be doing more on this um, tomorrow. Absolutely, we will. It's a yeah. huge story. And obviously, we'll be covering this over the next uh, the next 48 hours to when we will get more announcements um, and see what's going on. So, thank you very much, everyone, for joining us. Keep hitting the like button. Subscribe if you uh, haven't. News Daily, that'll be out a bit later. Obviously, we're going to get it sorted. This will be on it, but there'll be some other stories, including the Carlo Ancelotti story. It's quite interesting. So, obviously, make sure you check it out later. Uh, we'll get that sorted out as soon as we've done what we're doing. So there you go he's told you big thanks to Jack as well thanks for watching see you later bye